ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back. It's been a minute since me and Malcolm have been on here on Pure Finesse, and happy season two is what we're going to call it. Season two, Pure, wow. Pure Finesse. Yeah, if you don't remember this time about a year ago, some idiots uh, got on the Zoom <laughs> after exams and said, hey, you want to talk NFL draft and make it on the podcast? Make a podcast. It wasn't even Zoom. It was Anchor back then. You're right. Yeah, it wasn't even Zoom. <laughs> no yeah. faces. No faces. There were no faces. We were what? If Mike Tom likes to call it nameless gray faces, yeah. we were those for the first couple of months. But again, if you don't remember, we were starting off on Anchor with NFL Draft 2020. Yeah. So I think it's only fitting that we start off season two of Pure Finesse here. With, oh, I, yeah, I think we were unfinished business to start off season. I believe that's what it was time. called. Yeah. With the, uh, I don't even know what the name of that animal was called, the warthog, Pumbaa from the Lion name. King. Yeah, it was gonna be, it was like some bull or something. I don't know. Yeah. You made it. Cool colors, though. <laughs> I like, yeah, colors was pretty nice. Not a big deal. But NHL, NFL draft 2021 is how we're going to start off season two. And first on the board, beat the Jets for the first overall pick. For, right. to the chagrin of a lot of people and that's the jacksonville jaguars malcolm i know you're the big college football connoisseur are you gonna mess up the first overall pick here i don't think you're gonna mess it up uh this is gonna this is this has been the guy who's gonna go number one overall uh everyone's been saying it for a long time even though he didn't win the national championship or even the semifinals mm-hmm. against your ohio state team um trevor lawrence should be going number one to the jacksonville Jaguars. i think for this quarterback class i was kind of uh, there are some similarities between um, the class from 2018, was it? When there was like Lamar, Josh Rosen, and everyone, and everyone saying, yeah, Allen and everyone. So there's a comparisons of like, who's going to be the Josh, Ro- Josh Rosen of that draft, right? A lot of people are saying it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. I don't think so. He's a good Clemson quarterback. I think he's going to be, uh, I know we had, we had some issues with our other Clemson quarterback in Deshaun Watson right now, but that's for another, another day. Um, but Trevor Lawrence should be number one overall here, and I don't think the Jags are going to pick anyone else. Do you happen to know who went first overall in that 2018 quarterback class? Because I believe he actually beat your Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs. I don't know. I think I might have heard was somebody. it not Baker Mayfield? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's correct. But not to be confused with Trevor Lawrence or Prince Charming from the Shrek franchise, Trevor Lawrence should be going first overall in the draft. There should be no debate about it. Freshman quarterback winning the national championship. Pretty sweet. Um, I think it's just a travesty, though. He has never won a Heisman. And arguably, he's been the best player in college football for all three years. He's been in the NCAA. And I think he is going to be an absolute stud. I know you were pretty hesitant on last year's first overall pick on Joe Burrow being a bust. Is there any any question marks about Trevor Lawrence? Um. The thing is that a bunch of people are bringing up that he doesn't have that mentality. Like, oh, like he could quit today and be fine. You know, like that's what his dad said or some coach or something saying, oh, like he doesn't care about winning it all. Isn't he? I don't think he'll do that. Maybe that's a question mark, but only time will tell because we don't know. He could get to the NFL and just shift gears and become a whole different type of player uh, who cares all about winning and doing everything he can for the team. So I think only time will tell, but I think all the skills and attributes are there for him to succeed. Yeah, and he's going to a great football market in Jacksonville. Yikes. Second overall pick is going to the team who was very well the last place team for much of the season until they decided to turn it on in the last four weeks. And that is the New York Jets under their new head coach in Robert Sala. 
I think they kind of made this pick for themselves after trading away Sam Darnold, no? Yeah, it had to be because I didn't expect Sam Darnold to be traded this quickly, but with the draft coming up and everything, I guess the Jets want to move forward with their quarterback uh, situation. So who I think they're going to get is a, one of the better. I know you have the same pick as me too, but I think he's the second like, biggest arm, like just best uh, natural QB talent in the draft. And I think that's Zach Wilson from BYU. I think he'll, <laughs> I think he'll fit in nicely with the Jets, um, and under the new coaching staff too, uh, he'll probably be able to he'll be able to develop nicely and flourish uh, on this Jets team. They're not going to be anything special, obviously. It's still, the, they're still the Jets. They still need a lot of more pieces to succeed. But I think Zach Wilson will fit nicely with the team. Yes, reluctantly, as I don't agree with this, but I think this is the way it's going to be: is yeah. that Zach Wilson is going to go second overall to the New York Jets. I don't know how people think that he's a better quarterback than Justin Fields. It's absolutely mind-boggling. This guy is basically Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill does not know how to throw football. At best, he's a good running back. But, hey, his draft stock has just skyrocketed ever since his season was over. Yeah. I just it, – it does not make sense. He plays at BYU. He's not playing good teams. <laughs> but he's still rated higher than Justin Fields. Didn't – did he play in the bowl game? I don't think so. Justin Fields, what did he do? Oh, he went to the national championship game. Oh, like, yeah. It makes zero sense how this guy can be ranked higher than Justin Fields. And people think he's going to be better, a better quarterback, a better career than Justin Fields. It doesn't make any sense to me. But such is life. I hope Zach Wilson has a good career, but none will be as better as Justin Fields because he's the GOAT. Third overall, the San Francisco 49ers Malcolm if you do recall I think when we were making our game picks back in the fall I do think I did utter the words oh San Fran is going to be drafting Justin Fields did I not say that you did say that I remember you saying that but let's let's take talk hypothetically here what if the Justin Fields wins the natty does he go number one overall no absolutely no, not you still Trevor think Lawrence, it's Trevor Lawrence yeah he's like He's Prince Charming, man. He's six foot six, beautiful locks. <laughs> He's going to look great in front of the poster in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields, I can rave about him all day long. If you want to go ahead, I'll just throw on his jersey for you real quick. Go ahead and finish your story. Yeah, I think he'll be good with the 49ers. They haven't been – he hasn't been – I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been great with the 49ers. They did go to the Super Bowl, don't get me wrong. That was a large part due to their defense and their run game. So if they think – if I think – I think that if they get a quarterback who can run and throw the ball as well as Justin Fields, he may be taking over that starting position very soon in uh, San Francisco. What do you think? <sighs> Not a bandwagon fan at all. Big fan of Justin Fields' game. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the Jimmy Garoppolo experiment has run its course. You're paying him a lot of money to be in San Francisco, and he's really not playing up to his stature that they thought he was going to be. Um, Justin Fields, he could run it both ways. He could run the ball and throw the ball. Very Kyle Shanahan-like player who is the head coach there in San Francisco. Um, not the most need that they need. Like, that's not the number one position that they need to go into the draft with because losing Richard Sherman is going to be a big loss for them. So they're going to be looking at cornerback, I think, later on in the draft. But I don't think they can pass up on Justin Fields to be the guy in San Francisco. Doesn't have to play right away. Because I think they're going to give Jimmy G the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. To start. But Jay Fields is going to look pretty nice in San Fran colors and that beautiful sunshine of California. 
Fourth overall is the Atlanta Falcons. I'm kind of shocked at how bad their season was because yeah. of all the weapons they have offensively. If you look at, oh, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Todd Gurley, they signed in free agency. Aging quarterback and Matt Ryan, where do they go? I think they get another offensive weapon, and I'm thinking that best offensive weapon that's not a quarterback in this draft is Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida. He's been talked about uh, so much up, uh, before this draft. Uh, a lot of people are praising him to be like this next best thing at the tight end position. I think if the Falcons and Matty Ice can get this big quarter, uh, big tight end in there uh, to kind of fill in that tight end position and play alongside Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, like you mentioned, I think they will be a really like they're already a great offensive team. Imagine them adding some uh, great big tight end to the mix. I think they'll be even better and win games on offense alone and not have to worry about their defense, but that's still something they have to address uh, in the draft too is their defense. But I think they'll go with Cal Pitts. Well, you're saying how these great offenses, right? So I think that they have to look at the best defensive player in the draft to help bolster that defense. And that's the linebacker from Notre Dame, go Irish, Jeremiah owosu Koromoa, yes, from Notre Dame. I don't see them really picking at fourth, but to keep this show flowing, they'll be picking fourth. But I think they're honestly going to be trading down in the draft, but they really have nobody to talk about defensively. They lost Tack McKinley, if you really want to call him a really good weapon. But I think that they really need a stud player on this defensive side to run the defense. I think Jeremiah Osu Koromoa is going to be that guy. Kyle Pitts. I'm going to be very excited to see where he goes because yeah. he is going to be a generational talent because I think he's going to be the best tight end in the league for a very, very long time. Yeah, I think so too. A lot of people are saying it already. Fifth overall, NFC, AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, didn't have Joe Burrow for most of the season, and I think that's where they need to address their biggest need, and that is keeping Joe Burrow healthy for a long period of time, no? Exactly, and that's exactly where they're going to go in this draft and pick the alignment, the offensive tackle. Oh, I can't wait to hear this name. Penny Sewell from That's Oregon. Yeah, um, I know he'll be good. I just think Bengals need to predict Joe Burrow, like you said. He already got injured in his rookie year. He's going to be that face of that franchise. Uh, Not a bust? I, I think he's going to be a bust, but for them, <laughs> for many, for many, they're going to be. he's going to be the face of the franchise for them. So they're just going to want to keep him around, keep him protected. So I think that's the best choice to go at this point at number five. Yeah, uh, that's a glaring need. And I think it's been a need since he tore his ACL, Joe Burrow did. And that's Panay Sewell. Uh, he did opt out of the 2020 season for COVID reasons, but there is still no doubt about this freakish talent that this guy has. Best tackle, best offensive lineman in the draft. Great athleticism on the tackle position. And they're going to have to contend with some really good pass rushers in the AFC North. If you want to look at Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, TJ Watt. So Vince Williams they, is coming back. Yeah, Vince no. Williams. Don't mean just, just my no own need to pump, my, pump your own tires, eh? Yeah, Vince Williams is back, baby. Woo. So they're going to have Bengals. Cincinnati is going to have to bolster that offensive tackle position somewhere. And why not do it with the best offensive tackle in the draft? Sixth overall, this team is looking really, really good. Every time I see this guy, this team, yeah. that's Miami Dolphins. Code a ton of draft capital in this organization after coming a very good season for what it's worth. Didn't, I don't think a lot of people expected much of Miami going into 2020. And they almost hit the playoffs. Yeah, they're close to it. 
And this offseason, already getting a big wide receiver name, too, in Will Fuller. Um, I didn't expect him to go to uh, Miami Dolphins. Did you call that out? Did you say Miami? I hope so. Uh, I don't. I can't Will Fuller's that. missing time, though. He's got, a, he's got a suspension for the PEDs use, so. Yeah, so I st- we still think that the wide receiver position is of need here, and that's why I think they're going to pick uh, Jamar Chase from LSU. Uh, he played Tires. great over – Yeah, go Tires. He played great with Joe Burrow, played good over his uh, college career. So I think the Dolphins will get a good pick at – I think you need to pick a receiver. Um, you have Tua, who's still young. You need to give him some weapons. I think Jamari is going to be one of those guys that fits right in to the league right away as a rookie. So – Hopefully he flourishes after year one. What do you think? Hundred percent. This this is the best wide receiver in the draft. Even though again opted out of two thousand twenty, but again, no comparisons to how good this guy is compared to the rest of the wide receiver class. I think he is cold cut the best receiver in the NFL draft, and I don't think he's not, not a whole lot of pressure for Jamar Chase to you know have a huge impact to start off the season because they already have Devonte Parker still. Will Fuller will be coming back, so it's it's looking like a pretty scary receiving core in Miami yeah. should challenge Buffalo for the division next year. And if they I have a full, a healthy full season of Tua Tagovailoa, it should be a very nice match there. Is there any way you think maybe old Tua was like, Hey, Devante Smith, I heard he's pretty good. Yeah. He, he actually might be, he might um, come in and say that. Cause what were their teammates, right? Cause he played, yeah. Tua played for Alabama. What am I saying? So, yeah, it, there may be a little bit of like, hey, I want this guy. We already have that connection, but they could just go with Jamar Chase as well, who's a bit bigger than Devontae. Exactly. Seventh overall, the Detroit Lions. I think every year, you know, they're always terrible, but they're not <laughs> bad enough to get a good pick because they're yeah, always yeah. like, they're always like four through 10. Even though there's good players in the draft, I can't remember the last time Detroit, first time or last time Detroit picked first overall is in the 101 16. Matt Stafford worked out pretty good for him. But, <laughs> New new quarterback this year in Jared Goff and exactly. no receivers to talk about on the roster right now. So where did I mean <laughs> pretty yeah, glaring need is receiver? We just mentioned him, Devontae Smith. I think he'll go right after Jamar Chase. They lost Marvin Jones. Uh, Jared Goff is going to need some weapons because I don't think Jared Goff is that same quarterback that everyone thought he was going to be when he first got drafted along with Carson Wentz in their draft. So I think he needs some help. And Devontae Smith is that guy that a lot of people in the NFL, are, NFL, like the players themselves are talking up. Like, even though he's small, look how good he is. Look, And we saw it in the Natty. We saw it in the playoffs. We saw it all season long, how good Devontae Smith could be. Um, so I think that Lions have to take him. Like, they can't. It's, <laughs> if he goes if he goes before Jamar Chase, then they got to take Jamar Chase. But they got to take a receiver here. And I think it's going to be Devontae Smith. Yeah, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, I think, is locked in to be going to Detroit if Jamar Chase is not taken by the Dolphins. Um, again, like you said, a lot of question marks about his size going to play in the NFL, but uh, the talent is there. I think a lot of guys who kind of been doubted on the other side, I think flourish pretty nicely in the NFL, like Tyler Lockett, for example. Not the yeah. biggest in stature, but absolutely balled out for Seattle last year. So I, I think Devontae, but Devontae Smith's going to have to be the guy in Detroit. There really isn't... Uh, yeah. I mean, they got Ty Williams, they have Rashad Perryman, but Devontae Smith is going to be the number one receiver in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Wherever they drive, yeah. I should say, is going yeah, to be the number one receiver. Drive, they better be the number one receiver. And I think Jared Goff will kind of create this new identity for himself with whatever receiving core he gets. Doesn't that suck, though? Like, you're going from the sunny skies of a good team in L.A. to yeah. the Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Yeah. 
<laughs> eighth overall, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, again, I think they could have done better this season, but they had a glaring injury of Christian McCaffrey, who I think could be MVP next year. Who could yeah, be MVP? Yeah. First running back, first running back MVP since Adrian Peterson. He's going to be that guy. Uh, but they lost Curtis Samuel. Mike Davis got himself some cash, probably having a great season. Do they look at replacing Teddy Two Gloves? Well, they just got um, Sam Darnold, right? They just got Sam Darnold. And I think they're going to experiment with can Sam Darnold still play or was it just because he was on the Jets? So I think they'll go for a quarterback, yeah, like you said. And this guy could be like their their backup and hopefully develop him if Sam Darnold doesn't pan out the way that they want to. So I think they'll pick Trey Lance, actually, from North Dakota State. Um, there's a lot, like we said, there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this draft, but I think Trey Lance would be the best fit here. And I think it was it's kind of just like a security blanket for the Panthers. I'm thinking quarterback as well, but it's not going to be Trey Lance. I'm going with Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama. And I reason that is just because Mac Jones has to play a single down this season for Carolina, because like you said, they have Teddy with two gloves and they have Sam Darnold. So Mac Jones, he said, so sit back, relax, grab a lovely clipboard and just <laughs> do for the whole 2021 season. Learn the craft, figure out what you do, what you can't do, learn how to be a pro. And yeah. I think at some point, I think he's going to get some snaps. So I think it's a great pick at number eight for Carolina take Mac Jones. Ninth overall, the Denver Broncos. A lot of mock drafts have been saying Justin Fields, his name, to Denver. Again, just disrespecting the guy's name. Wow. Like, there's no way he's going to be lasted till ninth overall. If that actually happens, I think I might be writing a handwritten letter to Mr. Goodell saying this, this, is, this is not how it's supposed to go. But you have somebody that's not quarterback going to Denver. Yeah, because I still think Drew Locke, uh, they should cut him some slack. He did get injured again last year. Um, I think they still got to believe in him a little bit. Drew Locke's a good quarterback. So I think they're going to go linebacker position, still one of their needs. Um, and they'll be picking in my what I think is Mikai Parsons from Penn State. I, I just don't believe that you got to pick a quarterback here if, if you're the Denver Broncos. I feel like you got to build around them. Uh, Drew, I know Drew Locke's not insane. He's not some generational talent, but I still think that he has it in him to be a starting quarterback. So I think you got not a good one, a good one, not a good one, a good he's one. Too yes. pretty boy, man. He's like your nah. prototypical Southern guy. You know, he's got I think he'll just, hair, I think he'll do the good. Great I just, smile, the dimpled cheekbones. You know, had this. There's something about him, man. He was. I, I bet you ten thousand dollars. He was prom king, coming out of high school with this <laughs> lovely. Lovely girlfriend. I want to say her name maybe is Serena. I want to say because, you know, and like, oh, Drew, or if I can do the best. Oh, hey there, Drew. How y'all doing? As I'm sure that's how it's going. Oh, Go down to no, Missouri, my God. play some football and, you know, fall out and then get my million-dollar contract and go to Denver. Yeehaw. And I'm sure that's how it went. But now Drew Locke's facing the lights now. Got absolutely blown up by Bud Dupree in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Separated shoulder, whatever it was. Not good. Not I think his right is done. You know, he might you be, think you know so. what? I'm sure he can be a model of something Calvin Klein, <laughs> Versace. I'm sure that'll work out for him really nice. But I'm picking quarterback, and that's Trey Lance, like you said, from North Dakota State. Um, great player. Um, North Dakota State quarterbacks, aka Carson Wentz. Trey Lance doesn't have to do it all. 
for Denver because they have some really good weapons. Jerry Judy. Hopefully Cortland Sutton comes back because he definitely deserves to be heard of because before his injury last season, he was able to ball out pro bowler, but it was just, I think he played week one and then didn't play a single game the rest of the year. But quarterback Trey Lance, North Dakota State will be your next Denver Bronco 2021. I don't think so. Agree to disagree. Tenth overall, the Dallas Cowboys coming um, out of the NFC least last year. Um, Flaring need, secondary. No? Yes. A hundred percent. And I think we both have the same guy here out of Alabama. Patrick Sertan, the second. Don't Um, forget the first. It's just the second. Yeah, don't forget the first. I think uh, Dallas Cowboys fans have already been talking him up a lot. Uh, everyone, I think, expects uh, the Cowboys to pick Sertan. Uh, he's the best corner. I think that this team is the team that needs the corner the most. I think it's just going to happen. It stars just are just going to align, and this will happen. Um, I hate to see an Alabama player going to the Dallas Cowboys, two most hated teams in all of football, in my opinion. But like I said, stars are aligning, so I think it's a perfect fit for them both. And Sertan will add uh, some depth to this defense that's much needed right much now. Much needed. Uh, Every mock draft I've seen has had Patrick Sertan going to Dallas. So I think yeah. this is probably the biggest lock besides first overall. Yeah, exactly. That he's going to Dallas. So him and Trayvon Diggs look like it's going to be the two cornerbacks of the future. In Dallas, both of them are Alabama boys. I really, you can't go wrong with any player from Alabama on that defense. So yeah, honestly. I think Patrick Sertan, I mean, barely got thrown to at all last year because no one wanted to throw to him. It was <laughs> yeah. just, he's an absolute lockdown. Leave him on an island. He'll cover just fine. So I think Patrick Sertan, and you, like you said, Malcolm agrees that it's going to be a great lock, great pick for Dallas at ten. Yeah, eleventh overall, almost your NFC least division champions, but they're still picking eleven. That's the New York Giants. Yeah, I think there's a lot of expectation coming into this season for New York. Yeah, because they got Kennedy. Yeah, they got Kenny Galladay. They got Rudolph. They have Adore Jackson, John Ross. Holy, those are some big. Like they're not huge names, but those are still names that. NFL fans know um, they did lose Tomlinson. So I think they got to go defense here uh, at this pick. And I think they're going to be a team that's maybe going to compete for that uh, number one position in their awful division, but still, I think it should be, I think it should be better than last year. It shouldn't be as bad. Uh, as I think a, the only way it can go is up. Yeah, honestly. So it's got to be better than last year. I think they're going to pick Greg Rousseau uh, edge out of Miami. Uh, that's one of their top needs right now. Um, they got the offense, in my opinion. So I think if they just get this defense, like I said, losing Tomlinson, get a good de- defensive player, uh, will be good here at number 11. Yeah, I think that's one of the needs they had last year. They didn't really have much of a pass rush. But it, yeah, I mean, Giants defense surprised a lot of people last year for how good their secondary they was. Honestly, I think they're going to boost that with J.C. Really? Horn, cornerback from South Carolina. Go Cox. Hmm. Uh, J.C. Horn, very, very good cornerback. Um, doesn't have to be the guy because James Bradbury, pro bowler, should have been all pro, different degraded <laughs> saying, Yeah, I know. So <laughs> he doesn't have to be the man. Like Sertan probably is going to have to be in Dallas, mm-hmm. and he can learn the craft behind James Bradbury. So I think J.C. Horn, good fit. Um, go judge's defense because I think the way it's going, I think the offense is going to find itself out. So I think they boost the defense it's going to be a good year for New York because you got Danny. A lot of people want them to draft quarterback and get rid of Danny Dimes. Really? Danny Dimes is, he hasn't been amazing. It's not like he's been horrendous, though. I think he's still got to go with Danny Dimes. 
Exactly. And you're going to get a hopefully a healthy Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Oh Got Kenny Galladay. Evan Ingram is honestly one of the best passing tight ends, but better look, better looks at fantasy than it is in real life. <laughs> Peter and John Ross at this team should be having division aspirations on the horizon. 12th yeah. overall, three straight NFC East teams. The yes. Philadelphia Eagles up next. Uh, added Anthony Harris, best safety in free agency. Uh, lost Jalen Mills, who was honestly one of the cornerstones of that Philadelphia defense for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Did they try to replace him in the draft? That's exactly what I think. And you just said his name, J.C. Horn of the South Carolina. I think oh, they're going to try to. I think they're going to try to replace that right away. Um, their defense. Ever since the Super Bowl team. Uh, it's just been downhill and nothing's been getting better. People are getting injured, uh, injury ridden last year. It's awful to see. So hopefully they can step it up this year and make this division more exciting to watch. Cause you know, uh, we have a few Eagles fans. I, I think there may be bandwagoners, maybe not, who knows who will watch this podcast, but yeah, you guys, you don't have much to look forward to, but they, by uh, picking think, JC you know what they actually have to look forward to next year, I think is another top five pick in the draft. So they have to look forward to. That's facts. But I think Philly fans are owed a receiver to be taken right now in this draft because of how many times they've started. They screwed up last year drafting Jalen Rieger. I think they pick a Jalen, but it's going to be Jalen Waddle, wide receiver from Alabama. Um, I think the draft stock plummeted after getting hurt, sprained or high, or yeah. his ankle injury last year. Um. He was talked about probably tough, like what Devontae Smith is being talked about right now. If he wasn't being, if it wasn't for him being hurt, and I think Philly needs a top receiver, they really do. I couldn't name me a receiver on the or a team or a receiver on Philly right now. Couldn't name him besides Jen Rear. So, or who is the guy? Travis Fulgham. That's the guy who kind of stole the show. Fulgham. Yeah, so he I went think off kind of. Philly and the fan base are owed a good receiver that they can build around and give Jalen Hurts some weapons, and that one guy being Jalen Waddle from Alabama. 13, the LA Chargers will be taken up next. They got the best center in free agency in Corey Lindsley, offensive yeah. rookie of the year in Justin Herbert. Lost Hunter Henry. Do they try to fill his void or help protect Herbert? I think it's time to protect Herbert. They got Lindsley, they got Matt Filer. Um, I think by just getting another offensive tackle that you'll have some good uh, depth back there. So let's say someone goes down, you're still able to protect your quarterback, even if your top offensive guys, offensive lines out. So I think they're going to pick uh, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. I think that would be a good pick for them. Uh, keep Herbert healthy. Like you said, he won offensive rookie of the year. Questionable should have been Justin Jefferson, but still Herbert won it. He's the future in uh, for your chargers in LA. Rivers is gone. It's a new era. I think you got to protect your future. I think you gave him more weapons. And I think the guy wow. is arguably the best pound for pound player in the draft. And that's Kyle Pitts from Florida. Yeah. I think it's going to be the biggest slide of the draft that he's going to fall to 13. But if you don't remember this guy who wore number 88 or 80 in LA or San Diego, and that was Antonio Gates. Nasty. I believe that you'll be seeing the second coming of. Antonio Gates, and that's really? Mr. Kyle Pitts. Him, wow. Keenan Allen, and Justin Herbert. And I bet you that they're drafting running back. Oh, no, they have Austin Eckler. What am I talking they about? Eckler, Austin Eckler. What am I yeah. saying? They won't be drafting running back in the second round. Kyle Pitts is going to be an L.A. Charger, and he's going to be loving it. 
and the sweet confines of SoFi Stadium. That's a nice team 14, right there. The Minnesota Vikings. I don't know what to think of this team because they have really good players that they just can't. I don't know. It's just if it's the luck of the draw with how good their division is or just the tough schedule they have. But they arguably had the best running back last season in Dalvin Cook. Yep. Justin Jefferson, like you said, should have been rookie of the year. They lost Anthony Harris in free agency. So they look at defense or they look at protecting Kirk Cousins. I think they still look at defense. Kirk Cousins may still be one of the underrated quarterbacks in this league. Overrated. Underrated, in my opinion. You are kidding. Hot take from Colm right here. I think underrated. People still got to give him a shot. Kirk's, I don't like that. Kirk's not amazing, but you got to give him where uh, credit's due. I think they're going to go defense no here and pick, whatsoever. pick Quiddy Pay, uh, Edge from Michigan. Uh, I know you don't like those guys up north, but I think this guy's pretty good and will fit in nicely for the Vikings. One of their top needs right now is to get an edge rusher, so getting Pay would be a good pick for them. What about you? I look at protecting Kirk Cousins, who you think is underrated for whatever reason. I don't know. I think that something must be in that water you're drinking down there in Thorold. But Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle from Northwestern, I think is a lock to be going to Minnesota. Um, He was the only guy in college football who actually locked down Chase Young. And he can be left on his own. He's a very good player. And I don't think there'll be much, there'll be, I don't think there'll be much time for him to adjust to the NFL game. I think he's got the stature and the uh, fortitude up here, the mental fortitude to play in the NFL. And there really isn't much to be worried about in the NFC North when it comes to pass rushing, right? Like who could you name of those really on the edge that can rush from Chicago, Green Bay, or Detroit? The only guy, Khalil Mack, that's it. And that's if he rushes. So I think Rashawn Slater will have a very good rookie season in Minnesota and there'll be no worries there. They won't. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. 15th overall, the New England Patriots. Very confusing on where you're going to go with this pick because New England's not used to be picking so low in the NFL draft. This probably could be one. I I, I couldn't tell you the last time that New England picked this low. And they're not usually known for taking guys really high in the draft and actually playing them to start off the season. So do you see that happening with a possible scenario here for New England? I think they're going to go ahead and draft the Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen of this draft, in my opinion, which is Mac Jones from Alabama. Um, I don't see Mac Jones being some stellar quarterback in the NFL, but I do see him playing. Like, I don't think Josh Rosen, don't get me wrong. Josh Rosen's just not been given the opportunity yet. You think Josh Rosen's a good quarterback? I don't. I'm not saying that, but I think he needs. Well, this is also more. the guy that thinks Kirk Cousins is underrated. He needs to show himself some more. But Mac Jones, I don't think he's going to be like that right off the bat. You already said that you think he'd be sitting back there as a third string and just taking notes. I think he kind of he can kind of do the same thing in um, New England, but they could also use him if need be. If Cam Newton isn't playing well again, and if they're uh, Jared Stidham, I don't know why you have Stidham. But if he's not playing great either, so I think they'll go ahead and draft quarterback in Mac Jones. See, every time I say Alabama, you have to you just gotta throw a southern accent on it. You know, little Alabama just just Alabama. rolls off the just rolls off the tongue a little nicer. But New England 15th overall, I'm saying they're going taking Caleb Fairley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. Go Hokies. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen college football entrances, you need to look up Virginia Tech's man. It's got to be one of the most unbelievable entrances for college football. You know, a little inner Sandman with all the whole stadium jumping. Can't wait for that to happen because we're, you know, we're locked down in our bedrooms with nothing else to do except make podcasts and eat, drink, 
and watch TV. So if you're not liking Canada right now in 2021, say la vie. But <laughs> NFL draft, Caleb Fairley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. I think there's a lot of question marks on Stefan Gilmore's future in New England. Um, there was yeah. a lot of talks about him leaving on the trade deadline. So I think you get the next time cornerback in New England, and that's Caleb Fairley from Virginia Tech. 16th, the Arizona Cardinals. I think a lot of guys, people thought a little underwhelming season for Arizona, but, you know, they're in one of the toughest divisions of football in the yeah, NFC yeah. West. And where do they go? Because, you know, Tyler Murray got sacked a lot of times, but the glaring need is cornerback, losing Patrick Peterson. So where do you think they go? I think they still got to protect uh, Kyler Murray, allow him to use his feet when, when he can, because, you know, he can be deadly, especially if you know if you use him in Madden. He can be disgusting when he uses his feet. So I think they're going to go offensive guard, and that's – just want to make sure I get that right. Aliyah Vera Tucker from USC. What is it? Elijah. Oh, you do pronounce the J. Whatever, whatever, just – copy over it just redo it um elijah very tucker <laughs> guard from usc i think the cardinals will be uh will be drafting him to protect kyler murray i think that just needs to be done right now i i know i understand where you're coming from because patrick peterson probably one of the better quarterbacks in all of football but right now your future is kyler murray and protecting him like with a lot of other these young quarterbacks you got to protect them for the time being mm-hmm. now you know i said that new our atlanta was going to trade down the draft yeah, yeah. i think it's arizona to be trading up and i think they're gonna be drafting kyle pitts if that's trade that actually happens i think that's what's gonna happen but to, for the yeah. sake of this show 16th overall i'm going with you and saying they're drafting elijah baron tucker from usc go trojans um like you said kyle Murray, i think was the most sacked quarterback of the nfl last year sacked over 50 times and they got to preserve those legs because that's the most dangerous weapon that he has besides his arm and that's his legs give him more time to throw the ball to the playmakers like deandre hopkins christian kirk um, and I think, honestly, that you might want to be looking at maybe a running back in the second round if you're Arizona because Kenyon Drake is gone. I think, what is it, Trey Edmonds, I think, is their running back right now? Yeah. So, and maybe a little – well, uh, why did you pronounce his name early before we came on? Chuba? Chuba. Chuba. Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> or possibly uh, Etienne or, or Najee Harris if, you last, if they last that long. Don't say Harris. 17th overall. <laughs> The Las Vegas Raiders um, almost challenged for a playoff spot last year, but fell crumbled down the stretch. Yes. Did he beat uh, the Chiefs? Right. Yeah. They were the only really team that could solve Kansas City besides Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. Where do they look at? Do they look at going offensive line or they look at bolstering the defense to match up against? I think Kansas a lot, like a lot of, the, whenever you ask me this question, it's almost offensive line because there's so many t- cases where teams just don't have the offensive line to protect the quarterbacks and give their quarterbacks or running backs the time and space to get down the field. So I think a lot of teams will be picking offensive line and you'll see a lot of offensive tackles in this first round, this year's draft. And for the Raiders, I have Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech uh, going to the Raiders. Um, I think they got who they pick up. They picked up Yannick Ngakwe, right? Uh, Who's putting great defense. So I don't think they really need to pick a lot of anyone on the the defensive side. Well, I cannot talk today, but on the offensive side, protecting your quarterback, protecting your running back, giving him, giving him holes to run through. I think you pick offensive tackle. I think you pick best available. And that guy is linebacker from Penn state. Go Nittany lions, Micah Parsons uh, opted out of 2020. And I think they're going to they're need a good defensive play clock. They don't, they don't have a, besides Jonathan Abram, who I think is an absolute stud at the safety position. 
They need a leader on the defensive front, and that guy will be Michael Parsons. He's an absolute freak, unbelievable speed, good size at linebacker, and I think it's going to run. I think he's going to injure Patrick Mahomes next year with an absolute steamroller of a hit. Year to ear first. Don't wish injury upon anybody, but Michael Parsons is going to lay it on Patrick Mahomes with how terrible that offensive line is shaping up to be in Kansas City. Yeah, right honestly. Eighteenth overall. It's the second pick for Miami. Uh, where did you look at going here now? Because I believe you have their first pick. Where was it? You had Jamar Chase. So where do they end up going now? I think defense now. You go defense and linebacker position is one of the positions they need to get. They lost Cal Van Noy. He went back to So underrated, this guy. So underrated. Yeah. So he went back to New England. I think they kind of maybe had that set up. So I think they're going to go linebacker. <laughs> yeah, Belichick's just fixing the league. He's fixing the league at this point. Uh, but Z- uh, Zavin Collins uh, out of Tulsa, I think he'll go to the Dolphins. Um, well, sorry, my door just like Whoa, I thought someone opened weird. my door. That was that was paranormal spooky. activity number seven. Paranormal activity um, in the house right 13 now. Thirteen divine is that close to uh, it? I'm not gonna expose my <laughs> number, even though I'm moving in like a week. Yeah, but still, I think the line yeah, with. No, none other than Jay. So, like, you'll be seeing some nice podcast right beside each other, same room. Um, but I, I think we'll go linebacker here for the Dolphins and uh, just replace that Van Noy loss, in my opinion. That's what I think they're going to need to do. Really? Okay. So I will see them going for a pass rusher, and you've already mentioned this guy's name. That's Quiddy Pay from that team up north. Yeah. Well, not mentioned on the podcast for obvious reasons. Uh, Quiddy Pay is very, very good edge rusher. Probably the best one in the draft. Um, we can do it very quick off the jump, off the snap. And I don't think Dolphins really had much of a pass rush last year. Uh, what yeah, was that name? Van, Van Hinkle, I think his name was, who got like two fumbles in one game. I think that's what his yeah, name Yeah, I was. remember what you're talking about. So I think they gave a good established player who was going to be an established player, and that's what you pay from that team up north. 19th overall, we'll get into the playoff teams now, and the first one being the Washington football team. Picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick in free agency to be the guy this year. But yeah. first need that they need it there. A lot of people are saying is quarterback. So where do you think they go? I don't think they're going to pick a quarterback. Uh, I think they're going to get some people on the defensive end and help them out, even though they don't really need it with their defensive, uh, their front seven right now. But I think we'll go linebacker and pick, like you've already mentioned, Jeremiah Oyusu Koromoa. I can't pronounce. I think that's close enough from Notre Dame. I think they'll pick him up on the defensive side because their defense is something to look out for, honestly, uh, with Chase Young there. And uh, was it was it Montez Sweat? Yep, Jonathan Allen, De'Aaron Payne, Jonathan Deron Allen, Payne. Deron Payne. Oh, my goodness, bro. I don't even know. I'd be – Adam William Jackson in free agency. Oh, my gosh, they did too. Okay, so their defense looking pretty nasty. William Jackson was from Cincinnati, right? You're correct. Um, yeah, so they're, that's going to be a good team. So, I check off. Thanks. No big deal. Previous knowledge. Um, linebacker though, I think they'll pick him up uh, for the football team. I don't think like Ryan Fitzpatrick, journeyman, right? He's been all over the league. Maybe they go quarterback here just to kind of groom him because you Ryan Fitzpatrick's a good guy to learn from. He's played everywhere. He knows a bunch of systems, a lot of playbooks. Yeah. So I think he's a good he's guy. Be to a learn great from. coach, man. He's exactly. going to be a really good coach. Be a really good coach. So maybe they go quarterback, but I'm sticking with linebacker. Right Could you now. imagine seeing that beard though on the sideline? As a head coach, the beard on the sideline. Yeah, like damn, like I could <laughs> like flat build cap, sunglasses, and just all of that. 
could be a little bit too much to handle for a, a team. for the other team. But yeah, I think you're really they've solved a lot of their issues through free agency. So I think just falls to the offensive line with Christian Darisaw yeah. from Virginia Tech. Go Hokies. Um, they signed Taylor Heineke. So maybe the plan is for another two, uh, little two action again, but this time with Heineke. Yeah. So keep those two guys healthy. I think they're going to go a long way because I think honestly, football team in New York could be the two guy, two teams looking to uh, take the NFC East crown because yeah, they're, they're looking pretty good. Hopefully they, they look they play as good as they look on paper. That's facts. I'm, I'm becoming a real big fan of the football team. Not like I'm switching over or anything, but I'm just saying they're growing on me more and more. And the team that they're building is really going to be. Well, a you know, you are known to be the more bandwagon type, aren't you? That's cap. And I, you know it too, but whatever. You just do not. Bandwagon no. Ohio State fan. There's yeah. Okay. Yeah. 20th <laughs> overall, the Chicago bears are on the clock next. Um, they picked up Andy Dalton in free agency, and they let go of that kid from Menor, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Lost Kyle Fuller, too, in free agency, who was another really, really good cornerback. But uh, where do you see they going offense or defense? I'm going offense again, and that's protecting the offense, the quarterback, and Andy Dalton. So I think they're going to pick Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, think, I, I will I agree 100% agree with you. Yeah, yeah prior knowledge, right, Malcolm? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tevin Collins from Oklahoma State go Cowboys I think is a good pick for Chicago to take because right now their quarterback situation is very up in the air um keep those guys healthy for as long as they can and just give again like give them more time in the pocket because they were able to re-sign Allen Robinson yeah surprising franchise tag so at yeah. least get give them more time for their playmakers to do their thing and I think the way to do that is to keep that offensive line bolstered and that's a good way of doing it and picking Tevin Jenkins 21st overall, the Indianapolis Colts Great just narrowly missed out on the playoffs. Added Xavier Rhodes, and they really didn't lose anybody of value besides a backup quarterback in Jacoby Percet. The defense was already fantastic last year. Do you bolster it more? Nasty. I, like We both know. I think we both had them in each of our leagues uh, for fantasy football. We had the Indianapolis Colts D, and it was just – Great to see those numbers be positive every single week, past 10 points every week, because they're just doing everything they can. And I think they're going to continue to add on to their already impressive defense, kind of breakout defense last year. And they'll go and get Jalen Phillips uh, edge out of Miami. I think edge is one of those positions that they're really needing. I think they're good on the secondary. Um, uh, I just think they're going to, they may need some more offensive weapons, but I think if you just, kind of solidify this defense and ensure that it can perform just as well as last year, if not maybe a bit better, um, then there'll be good things coming for the Colts this season. Yeah, if I don't think they re-signed T.Y. Hilton, I think they draft receiver, but they did re-sign T.Y. Mm -hmm. So I think they didn't really have much of an exterior pass rush this year after the F's can really do it. So I totally agree with you saying Jalen Phillips is a good pick for them at 21. Him and Quiddy Pay have been back and forth on who's the best edge in the draft. Jalen Phillips, I think, is going to be a very, very solid pick. Forrest Buckner up the middle and Jalen Phillips on the edge. Good luck. Yeah. 22nd overall, the Tennessee Titans. Um, added Bud Dupree in for agency. I know Malcolm loves to see it. But they lost a lot of players, a lot of players. Javion Clowney, Dory Jackson, Corey Davis, Desmond King, Jonu Smith, all gone. So where do they look at to refurbish some, some sense of the team here? 
I think Corey Davis was a really good big part of this offense on this team and losing him up was, until last uh, season. They were, he was terrible until last season. Yeah, but last season he kind of broke out, and that's why they did they did as good as they did. Uh, was because of Corey Davis and that he could kind of draw the attention away from AJ Brown. So I think they go and get another receiver, and you already mentioned him, but Jalen Waddle of Alabama fits in nicely to my picks here. So I think the Tennessee Titans will pick Waddle. He's going to be a great uh, quarter uh, wide receiver. Can I get his position right? His wide receiver coming out of the draft, and I think he'll be starting right away. And getting Dupree, like you said, they needed an edge, but Dupree's there. You'll love to see it. I have to bring him up because he's been so great with Pittsburgh. He's been awesome, man. He tore his ACL. We couldn't sign him. We had to sign too many people. I wish we could have kept him, bro. He's been amazing. He's one of my – him and Watt, great, great chemistry, him and TJ Watt. Headhunters, you mean? Pardon? Shooting criminals. Criminals. For injuring Drew Locke like that. You mean Miles Garrett, criminal? I No, I don't think so. Okay. But, like you said, receiver, uh, Jim Wallace have been taken. So the next best receiver for my pick is Kadarius Tony from the University of Florida. Go Gators. Um, the last Corey Davis, A.J. Brown is more that guy. He's, you know, tall, huge like me. So you just throw it up to him and let him do the work. So I think a good, small, speedy slot receiver like Kadarius Tony is, I think will work fantastic in a offense that is really relying on Derrick Henry. So if you can take some pressure off of him, let Ryan Tannehill throw the ball a little bit more around, I think Kadarius Tony is going to flourish in Tennessee. I'm a bit lower down, but. 23rd overall, the New York Jets in their second pick of the first round. Yeah, again. They went quarter. We both think quarterback Zach Wilson, so that they tried to bolster defense now. Yes, and I think we both have the same position, but two different names. And I think they're going to go corner here. I think they're going to pick Eric Stokes out of Georgia. Um, like we said, they already need a corner. Um, ever since losing Jamal Adams either, I know he, he, they haven't been great defensively. Remember, they blew that – was it against Vegas? It was against the Raiders. Well, yes. they're up, And they just full-on blitzed, and that was just probably the dumbest play call in NFL history. But that happened, so their defense needs to get better. Uh, you add some good corners, some good uh, secondary help back there. I think they'll be good uh, pickup. Any any pickup for the Jets would be good um, in the secondary. So that's what I think stoked to the Jets at 23. Well, you mentioned Jamal Adams, and this pick actually happens to be the pick from the Jamal Adams trade because this is actually really? the Seahawks' pick. But due wow. to Jamal Adams being traded, this happens to be the Jets. So, Malcolm, you know what? I might ask you for the seven lottery numbers this week because, you know, you're reading the future. Nice job on you, sir. But I'll be picking cornerback, and that is Greg Newsom from Northwestern University. Another good corner. He locked down a lot of good receivers in that Big Ten last year. I think he only had – I think he only allowed upwards of 20 catches last year throughout the whole season. Got I know it. shortened because of COVID, but this guy is an absolute machine. Lockdown cornerback to the definition that you read in your Pearson textbook or thesaurus. Greg Newsom, great pro and a good coach in Robert Sala to learn down upon because if you want to look at fiery head coaches in the NFL, minus Detroit's, I think Robert Sala is right up there. So I think he's going to have a really fun season in New York. Malcolm, I will leave you to this one because I'm sure you're excited to announce the 24th overall pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers got to be picking running back here. You don't pick a running back. You've lost your mind. Um, because we lost James Conner, we have Kalen Balaj, and 
and Benny Snell Jr. as our running backs at the moment. That can't be happening. We need a good – there's at least five of them to pick from here. Uh, I think like out of the top three, you can't go wrong. But in my opinion, I think Najee Harris from Alabama would be the best pick. Uh, great, strong running back. Uh, they've been str- they struggled all last year with their run game. Najee Harris does not struggle at running the football. <laughs> I think you got to pick him up and just see how it goes from there. Maybe go undefeated this season with Najee. Oh, my God. I did not just hear that come out of your mouth. You did. You're mad. Are you out to lunch? Nope. Are you having a giraffe? I'm fully fine. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to regain my breath after that statement, but I am in actually agreement with you saying that they should be taking running back. But I Thank think the you. best running back in the draft is not Najee Harris, and that's Travis Etienne of great Clemson. Team. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Uh, Travis Etienne's proved over three seasons that he's been the guy. Very good running back. Najee, you know, one, one hit wonder. He's going to be a good running back. But I think the best running back in the draft is ETN. He can do it both ways. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. Um, Mm -hmm. Very versatile. And with the aging Ben Roethlisberger, I think they'll be running the ball more often than not. Yeah. As much as I don't want to see it happening because I hate Pittsburgh with passion. But I can't wait to see Big Ben out out of Pittsburgh in one season or two. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. I can wait. I'll cry when he retires. Yeah. You think all the sexual assault allegations are coming out of Deshaun Watson right now? Just wait until Big Ben retires. Just wait. 25th overall, second pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They've got their quarterback of the future in Trevor Lawrence. So they tried to maybe give him some more weapons. No, I think you go defense here. Go on the defensive side of the ball, Jacksonville. You're not a great team. So they go get. Yeah, Jacksonville, uh, listen up. <laughs> Tray- Trayvon Morig. Is that how you say it? Morig? Yeah, out of TCU, um, they did lose. They didn't lose much, right? I'm looking at it. They lost Cole and Conley and their backup, Mike Glennon. So it's not a lot of defensive people they lost. They didn't add a bunch of people. They had Rashawn, Jen- Rashawn Jenkins as safety, but they didn't add a whole bunch to kind of help out. So I think going through this draft and getting a safety to help out your secondary will be a good choice. Kind of get him groomed into the league here. Jacksonville could be a force to be reckoned with when Trevor Lawrence takes the helm, but who knows? Only time will tell. We can only hope and see, but yeah, I think they go safety here. 100%. Trayvon Moore, TCU, go Horned Frogs. I think it's a very nice pick at 25 for Jacksonville. Uh, to get more playmakers on defensive defensive side of the ball, right? They got Shaq Griffin in free agency, so he's going to be the number yeah. one quarterback there. So if they can just boost that secondary, you know, build for the future, because they're going to be a couple years away from being a couple years away. Let's be honest. Yeah, they're going to be pretty good. Not going to lie. Like this Ottawa Senators almost, you could kind of say. Yeah, I would be salivating with how much draft capital they have with the first-year coach of Urban Meyer. Ohio State, no big deal. Except <laughs> Urban Meyer's there too now. Damn. Yeah, so, well, you get, it's, going to be a pretty, it's going to be pretty fun building this team at Jacksonville. Yeah. 26th overall. I love to see it. The Cleveland Browns are on the clock. Malcolm, can you read all of the beautiful star-studded players that they added in free agency. And I can't believe it. And it wasn't even enough to fit in the box because I know you didn't add this one guy as well. There was just too many to add. Too many. I was going to say John Johnson, the third 
Roy Hill, yeah. Malik Jackson, yeah. Hack McKinley, yeah. and Anthony Walker. Oh my goodness! Yeah, could be number one addition in the AFC North this year. Could be. Thank you one. very much. I can't believe how like everyone's unbelievable coming. this team everyone's is. Just I know. Everyone's up on the bandwagon. There's plenty of room for the people on the bandwagon. Steelers will still much. win. When's not? I've heard it for years. How are you a Browns fan? Are you like, come on up? Uh, Your time has come, huh? Plenty of room now. And it's going to be like this for years to come. Nope. Building a winning team culture, mentality. And I think at some point, my, my ring finger here will have some hardware on it very, very soon. I don't think so. I don't see that happening. Back to the draft, my friend Malcolm, where do you think that they need to add? Because, you know, where else? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first because uh, I had the same guy. So I'll let you explain it since it's your team. Of course, yes. So the only really need that they have, because there really isn't much, is yeah, in yeah. the interior defensive line. And they've lost Larry Ogunjobi. They released Sheldon Richardson, who honestly might be coming back to Cleveland on a cheaper deal because of how star-stud this team is, because you want to win a trophy. I think you take Christian Barmore, defensive lineman from Alabama. Uh, of Alabama is, this first round. Yeah. Well, you can't go wrong with the player from Alabama from the yeah. defense. Um, he's the best defensive lineman in the draft, and the Browns are going to get him at 26. So, I mean, it's an absolute win for Cleveland to get this guy here at 26. Um, yeah. He can play right away. Um, Larry Ogunjobi is not on the team anymore. So, slot him right in there right away. Play with Jordan Elliott, Jadavian Clowney, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's breaking the sack record for a Cleveland Brown this year. Not happening. I think he needs 10. To be the all-time sack leader, I don't think he'll get five. Are you out? Yeah, you must be out to watch. Twenty seventh overall, we're sticking the AFC North. And that's the ball. You're in denial. The Baltimore Ravens <laughs> added Yannick and Gog. Lost Yannick and Gogway. Lost Matt Judon. So, is it a need to fulfill the edge rusher or help Lamar? Help Lamar. I've been saying it all draft. Help the quarterback. And I think they're going to go help the quarterback with Landon Dickerson, another Alabama recruit inside offensive lineman. I think he'll help out Lamar greatly. He did a great job in Alabama protecting those quarterbacks there. So I think the Ravens will pick him up here. Be an, it won't be a bad, it wouldn't be a bad pick whatsoever. I'm going to the defensive side of the ball. They have lost both their exterior rushers. And I think they go get one in Assis. Ajulari, edge rusher from the University of Georgia. Go Bulldogs. Learn from a the very good defensive player of the year at one time, Calais Campbell. And mm. it's just a really good young defense in Baltimore. As much, again, as, hate, as yeah. much as I hate to admit it, you have Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Patrick Queen is going to be your second-year player, linebacker. He's good. Calais Campbell, and then the Cesar Ajulari. It's going to be a very good star-studded team defensively behind wing martindale who should be a head coach in the nfl but wants to stay in baltimore because this team is just too good on the defense you can't leave a great team like that but i think in later rounds i think it's going to be time to pick some receivers because man all the shows i've been seeing and what i've been reading is that receivers in baltimore are taking some slack really yes i think hollywood brown overrated sorry willie sneed is overrated he's done Washed up. The best receiver they have is Mark Andrews. He's a tight end. 
But you know yeah, what? It's That's the only guy who gets the ball. That's the only guy who gets the ball. If Lamar yeah, Jackson wants to ball. share the wealth a little bit more, you know, be a bit more versatile rather than throwing to your big tight end, I think it go a long way in having some playoff success. I have only got the point in California season. Some sustained playoff success. Playoff success. Well, I think they'll probably pick a receiver in the second round, but they won't get as big of as big of a name as maybe that they would hope to get in this draft as a receiver. Well, maybe like the guy you have here at 28th at with New Orleans Saints lost their slot receiver Emmanuel Sanders last year, and just just injury old season for Michael Thomas. So a lot of people had a lot of people pick Michael Thomas had another great season after breaking the receptions record. One of them being yours truly had him with the first pick of fantasy last year. Had Thomas for Camara one for one, didn't take it. Wow. Finally, but yeah, I know. Wow. If uh, Amerigo Zorntos is Zorntos's list, I'm probably pronouncing your name right. He had he traded oh, me Camara for Thomas one for one. <laughs> I think it was, it was it was week three. So you know I didn't he know. won the league too. He I won the know. league. Uh, yeah, let's relax. Let's relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hurts. So where does New Orleans, does New Orleans, and this is their first season in who knows how long without Drew Brees. Yeah, facts. Keep forgetting about that. He's done. He's gone. So he's retired. Big bad boom. He's too old and he's broken too many bones in his body. So I think they're going to go pick a receiver here. And you've already mentioned him and it's Kadarius Tony from Florida. I think he's going to drop down a little bit and the Saints will pick him up to go alongside Michael Thomas on the receiving core. Um, it'll be a good pick, a good big be a good pickup. Taysom Hill has got to learn to throw the football. If not, Jameis Winston will come in and huck 30 interceptions a year. Either way, yeah. doesn't matter. You don't go to you don't have, you sign Taysom Hill to this long, lengthy contract. I feel like they believe he can throw the ball. So hopefully he proves us wrong that he can throw the ball and get these receivers some open looks. Kadarius Tony, some open looks, and he'll become a household name in New Orleans. I think New Orleans is gonna be a very boring team to watch next year. Really? Well, I think it's just going to be a whole lot of quarterback draws, you know, read option like Baltimore was two years ago, right? Yeah. Just ran the ball down your throat. Old school. Like, I'm sure our dads and grandparents, like, from when we watched this football in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, like, hey, this is my kind of football, you know, <laughs> smash mouth, run it up the gut, try to stop us. Because I think that's what it's going to be in New Orleans. Because yeah. the, you know what, as much as I like, don't like watching it, the read option between Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara is going to be un- unbelievable. <clears throat> it's going to be gross. You can't, you don't know who you're going to go for. They're too, both exactly right. Players. You have to cover both, but you got to, you know, have some kind of decoy because you have the best receiver in football in Mike Thomas. And I think you bolster it by getting Terrence Marshall Jr., wide receiver from LSU. You put Mike Thomas in the slot, let a 6 3 receiver like Terrence Marshall get your jump balls. Just a, it's bellissimo. Well, Max may never, you know, your uncle John Claudio and Gianluca, they'll be saying, oh, you're Italian. Oh, yeah. Come on. No, no. You haven't seen the this Gianni Roccos, huh? A 29th overall pick. Sorry. Had to, you know. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers, you know, if they would have kicked the – if they would have went for it on fourth down, maybe we're, we're saying that the 32nd overall pick in the NFL draft. Yeah. You can okay. think – go in jeopardy and call Aaron Rodgers too because we know that happens. That's pretty funny that it happened. But, yeah, the Packers – I don't know. I think you're going to have to go get a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers again. First one ever. Uh, first one ever in the draft. First one ever. Is it? I didn't, yeah, they haven't drafted a receiver in the first round. Yeah, so it's, it's going to have to be because Devontae Adams, he's been breaking out. 
year after year after year, and he's playing better and better. Last year, he was amazing. I don't know why I traded him away, in my opinion, in fantasy football, but I did for some reason. I did. I don't know why, but I think you get another receiver here, and um, this guy hasn't been mentioned either, but Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Uh, I think he'll be a good fit. Any, I think any receiver would be a good fit <laughs> because Aaron Rodgers is going to yeah, get you the turn ball. turn anybody into a stud. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers will give you the ball. He'll place it where, wherever you are if you're at that right position. And I think Rashad Bateman is going to be a good guy in Minnesota. He'll contract down these footballs. Uh, and just, I think it has to happen, right? It's just bound to happen. They pick a receiver first. So I think it's going to happen here. Well, the two needs they, they need, the first, the first two goes wide receivers third, is linebacker and cornerback. Yeah. Uh, Kevin King got exposed in the NFC Championship game at cornerback. Just got lit up by Tom Brady and company. But I'm stick. I'm going with their first glaring need, and that's at linebacker. And you've already said his name. That's Zayvon Collins from yeah. Tulsa. Um, I think it's gonna be it's a good fit in Green Bay. Not a whole lot of linebackers I can name off the top of my head that play in Green Bay. So you have a pretty good, uh, pretty good pass rush with the uh, the Smith brothers. And if you have Zayvon Collins, you know, patrolling the mid middle of the field, it's a good mix. It's a good mix because Aaron Rodgers can turn anybody into a stud receiver. Exactly. So why not? Not draft the my wide receiver. They've been doing it for how who knows how long. Why not ride it out? Thirtieth overall, the Buffalo Bills, coming off a very very good season when they won the division. Yep. Added another good receiver and Emmanuel Sanders. And where do they tra- where do they go from here? Great backup quarterback too in Mitchell Trubisky. Taking that Mitch is now a backup quarterback. I did not think I'd see that for a very long time. I thought he'd be a bear for a long time, but obviously that's not the case. You've already mentioned him. It's Aziz Ujulari, edge out of Georgia. I think he'll, because I think that's their number one need right now is a good edge rusher. Uh, I think you agree with me, but you already picked up this guy higher up in the draft. So I think Aziz will go here to the Bills um, and just be a good fit for them on the defensive yep. side as well. One need they had coming into this offseason was an edge rusher. Didn't really do it in free agency, so one way to do it, do it as well is for the draft. And that's going and getting my man, Ronnie! <laughs> Ronnie Perkins from Oklahoma. Go Sooners. That's the, really the only like only hole that they have is the edge rushing position because anywhere their secondary is unbelievable. Yeah. Linebackers are great. Oh, Interior is great. Quarterback's great. Running back, you know, maybe if they could boost it in the draft, get up. Chuba Hubbard again. Who knows? In the later rounds. Chuba. Buffalo again. Should be top five for Super Bowl locks this year. I think so too. With Josh Allen just playing better and better every year too. Who knows? Maybe MVP this year. Probably. We were, what, they were top three last year, right? Him, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, and uh, who won it? I can't even think of it. <laughs> I can't. How are we blanking on this? I don't bro. Even know We're sports podcasters. I don't even know. 31st overall. Like, and we've had a hey, we've had a two-week layoff, you know, school on the minds. It was Aaron Rodgers. It was Aaron Rodgers. Oh, see, I knew it. Yeah, I, I thought I, I didn't I was so confused for a second. Like, didn't he win it? Oh, perfect. <laughs> you know, I'm just prior knowledge. 31st overall, the Kansas City Chiefs, the runners up in the Super Bowl last year. I think besides the Cowboys pick and Trevor Lawrence. This is an absolute lock of positioning because they are in serious need of offensive linemen. Yeah, we're both right on there with offensive linemen. I got Samuel Cosme from Texas. Uh, just one, of, just job. yeah, just one of the better offensive linemen that are going to be available in my opinion. Like I said, there's going to be a lot 
in this first round. So I think he's going to be one of those guys that falls out to the bottom, but still a good offensive lineman to pick in the first round. The Chiefs, they need it. Um, if you want to keep if you want to keep this winning reputation up, you're going to have to protect your guy who you paid $500 million for. So that's what you got to do right off the bat in this draft. And I know you yeah. agree with me. 100% because yeah. they lost Mitchell Schwartz. They lost him on a pick, Eric Fisher. Got Joe Tooney in free agency, but that's a guard position, so you got to protect the exterior. And I'm taking Jalen Mayfield out of the team up north. I think it's the only time I'm going to take two Michigan players wow. ever, ever. I know, I know. Wow. At the tackle position. So it's the glaring need for Kansas City because you got, again, like you said, you got to keep that half a billion dollar smile and arm and hand intact and for a full 17 games this season, not 16 first time. Yeah integrity of the game's lost 32nd overall pick your super bowl champion tampa bay buccaneers they bring back everybody coming back from the super bowl championship team so how do you fix a super bowl championship team losing nobody you don't you you don't fix anything they're just going to try to go run it back and they most likely will because tom brady has owned this league and a few cases he's been caught cheating, but other cases it's him actually winning the game with the team that he's built around him, not uh, even having good coaching. It's not like he doesn't have awful coaching either when he's playing. You don't fix anything. You just take the best player available. And I, in my opinion here, it's uh, Jason Awe from an edge out of Penn State. I don't think they really need an edge rusher. I don't <laughs> think they really need anything. anything. I think that they just got to pick them. And that's where, that's where I think. What about you? Yep, best available. More depth positions. You can't get any better at depth positions than at linebacker. And I will be selecting Nick Bolton out of Missouri for the 32nd overall pick. I will be absolutely stoked. I don't care who you are going to Tampa Bay, even if you don't play a single snap, because you'll probably have a really good chance of winning another Lombardi on your anchor. Most likely. Because this so, team yeah. is stacked. Tom Brady. I think the first time ever that they're not losing anybody from a Super Bowl team. So How impossible. I know it's just it's broken. Tom Brady owns the NFL, and I think we're just at his mercy right now. Honestly, so that does it for the NFL Draft 2021. My personal favorite draft of the year, coming to you live April 29th in the great city of the 2021-2022 Super Bowl champions in Cleveland. You heard it here first. <laughs> Don't tell me you actually said. Are you off? Are you off? Are you out to lunch? Come on now, Super Bowl champions. But Malcolm, the Dallas you know Cowboys what? have a better chance to Whoa. win the Super Bowl than the Cleveland Browns. No, now you're out to lunch with that statement. We're done. The grind's the grind is on now here on Pure Finesse for the summer of four months. It's gonna be a steady dose of this beautiful face and mountain Jays. Yeah, you know, just boosting Malcolm's tires a bit more because you know he's gonna be talking ah, about you. Yeah, there you yeah. go. He's gonna be telling all his buddies that now and go, oh guess what? Yes, yo, Jason, I'm gonna say I have a good face. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna be happening very, very soon. I can already see it happening. So I'm already snapping, actually. Ah, oh, there you go. So until <laughs> then, till next time, it's Jacob. And Cole.